Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. As most of you know, for the past two years, our Father has had me focused on racism in the church and body of Christ. He's had me to call out and blatantly confront pastors, leaders, and members in interracial churches across this nation concerning the issues of hatred, discrimination, and racial prejudice. Without a doubt, I know that many of these pastors and leaders will stand in judgment for the bigotry and white supremacist actions that many have taken while at the same time professing to be Christians and followers of Christ. Many have not only allowed themselves to be caught up in white Christian nationalism, but have endorsed it over their pulpits. These hate-filled pastors will stand in judgment, not only for their support of racist people like Donald Trump and other white supremacists, but also for their refusal to speak up in support of their black and non-white members who have been faithful to them as their pastors and leaders throughout the years. The elephant in the room is no longer hidden, has never been hidden, and is now being addressed as it should be. Black and non-white members throughout this nation have left their churches and are seeking their father's space either in other churches or as it says that Jesus did in Luke 5, they are withdrawing to lonely places to pray and worship by themselves. No, they have not left from serving the Father, and for some, I would dare say that their relationship with him has grown even stronger. On the other hand, they are those who have left not only their churches, but they've also left from serving the Father as well. These are those who have spiritually died and are waiting for someone with an anointing to come and pour out upon them to resurrect their spirits once again. Last week, as I waited for our father's voice to hear what he would have me to speak, I literally heard nothing. I thought that perhaps with Monday being Labor Day, that maybe he was telling me to take a day of rest. I realized that I wasn't hearing anything because I was waiting to hear what I wanted to hear and not what my father wanted me to hear. I was waiting to hear more on the white pastors in the pulpits who had betrayed their black and non-white members. I was waiting to hear him speak to me concerning his judgment or at least how wrong they are. However, instead, what I began to hear was God speaking to me from scriptures that I knew were words that he had given me personally in the past to speak strength, encouragement, and hope to my spirit. I believe that he's having me to share some of these words to incite and embolden those of you in the body of Christ who listen to the podcast. I believe our Father wants us to know that our assignments have not been canceled or even put on hold because of the actions, racism, or hatred of others. What God has assigned you to do must be completed, so hold up your heads and believe. One of the scriptures that God will use to minister to our spirits this week comes from Mark 16, verses 1 through 4, and it reads, When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. 
very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. These three women, like most of us, were doing what they were supposed to be doing at the time that was ordained for them to accomplish their task. They were on their way to anoint the body of Christ, but they knew that there was something they would have to face, something that they would have to deal with, something that was much too big for them to handle, even with the three of them together when they got to the place where they were supposed to be. Like many of us, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, the way we're supposed to be doing it, going where we're supposed to be going, but yet knowing there's trouble ahead. We're being the parents we're supposed to be. We've raised our children and for some, even our grandchildren, the way we were supposed to, but still we can see that there's trouble ahead. There's something in our way. We've been the spouses we were supposed to be, being faithful, supportive, and loving for years. And now there are tests being done for cancer and disease. There are issues of high blood pressure, dementia, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and many other things that want to block the way that we've been assigned to go. There's something that wants to hinder the retirement years that you were looking forward to. There's a blockage in careers, in our occupations, or our businesses. We've been doing our jobs, being the siblings, neighbors, even being faithful in the ministries that God has called us to. But oftentimes, our obedience and submissions seemingly has not been enough. Being humble and compliant was not all that it took. Giving our tithe offerings and being cheerful givers doesn't seem like it will always bring in the finances when we want and need them to be there. We know that when we get to the assigned place, as faithful and obedient as we have tried to be, when we get to the place where God has ordained for us to be, there will be stones, blockages, hindrances in the way that we won't be capable of moving. We can't move the racism, the unfair bosses or managers on the job. We can't move the biased professors or teachers or even the bigoted pastors from the pulpit who are the obstacles blocking our way. The women ask the question, who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb? Who was going to move the thing that would be blocking them from getting to the place of their assignment? And what was their assignment? It was to anoint the dead body of Christ with what they had. Who's going to remove what's blocking you from getting you to the place to anoint the dead in the body of Christ with what you're carrying? There are people, spouses, sons, daughters, grandchildren, siblings, co-workers, even enemies that God has ordained that you be used to pour out of your anointing on those who lay lifeless in the body of Christ. Those women weren't going empty handed. 
They already had what they needed to do the job that was assigned to them. They were going prepared and equipped with spices to anoint his body with what they already had in their possession. There was an anointing upon them and with them to accomplish what was necessary for Jesus' dead body. So it is with us. There is an anointing upon and within each and every one of us to go forth to minister and pour out upon the body of Christ. There are some who have left the churches they once attended, and unfortunately, they don't know how to continue in prayer in order to strengthen their relationship with the Father. There are some in the body of Christ who have spiritually died and need to be resurrected in their faith. Use the oil, the anointing that's upon you to reach them. One of my favorite scriptures comes from John 21, when Jesus appeared to the disciples after his death. When Peter recognized that it was Jesus who had called out to them, the word says that he jumped into the water and swam to shore. When he got there, Jesus already had fish baking on the coals, but nonetheless, Jesus said to him, bring some of the fish that you caught. I believe that when we stand in the judgment, we will see many who have entered into the kingdom of heaven. Yet, our Father is going to say to each and every one of us, bring some of the ones that you have caught. He's going to want to see the ones that entered into the kingdom because of our faithfulness. He will want to see the ones who have entered into the kingdom of heaven because of what we've done through the anointing that's upon us for the body of Christ. I can hear his words to us right now. Where are the ones that you caught? We won't be able to say, well, those racist people wouldn't let me or I was too poor. We won't be able to give the excuse of something or someone being in the way that was too big for us to move. If we go the way that we've been assigned to go, when we get to where God is telling us to go, whatever was placed to block our way will already be rolled away when we get there. I believe that God is saying to us today, do not allow what we think is in the way or will be in the way to stop us from accomplishing our ordained assignments. Don't allow finances, sickness, racism, hatred, or any of the other things that the enemy wants to try to use to stop us, to discourage and dissuade us from our walk. No matter what people have said about you or even to you in the past, stay the course and continue to your assigned place. No matter if it's your bills, your health, your mate's health, your children, job, or whatever, don't stop or leave the path that God has ordained for you to follow. Continue on the way that you must go and keep your head up. There's an oil that you have that must be poured out on the body of Christ. The women talked to one another as they walked. While they were on their way, they conversed concerning the issues they knew they would have to confront. They didn't sit at home talking about it. They didn't talk about it over coffee or, or at lunch. 
They started on their journey knowing that there was a blockage, not knowing how it would be removed, who would remove it for them, or even if it could be removed. And we shall do the same without knowing how, who, or if what we need to be done will be done. We will go forth one step at a time with the oil that we have within us and upon us that has been given to us to do and accomplish what we've been assigned. The fourth verse reads, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. The women walked and talked with their heads down. Their heads were down because their hearts were heavy. I know that our Father is saying to each of us today to look up. Stop looking down. Stop allowing our hearts to be heavy. In the third division of Psalms, in the expanded Bible at the third verse, it reads, But Lord, you are my shield, protector, my wonderful God glory, who gives me courage, lifts up my head. In the 24th division of Psalms, it reads, Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Let's lift up our heads, our hearts, our minds and spirits so that the king of glory may enter in. He is the lifter of the bowed down heads. In order to see that the stone had been rolled away, the women had to look up. It was not until after they looked up that they see what God had already done. It's time to lift up our bowed down heads and see the glory of the Lord that's waiting for us once we get to our assigned places. We won't see what God is doing for us on our behalf until we begin to look up from looking down. As long as we focus on what we believe is blocking our way, we will never be able to look up and see that it's already been moved. Look up and see his glory. Don't focus on what we think, but know what God has said. The 119th division of Psalms is the longest chapter in the Bible. However, at least four times in that same chapter, the psalmist said to God, it's your word that gives me hope. It's God's word. It's his word that he has spoken to us that causes us to hope. It's his word that builds our faith and establishes our beliefs. And the word he's giving us today is telling us to trust him, believe him, and have faith in him. Stand on his word that continues to give us the expectations that strengthens, encourages, and builds us up. Stop looking down because as long as you're looking down, you'll never be able to see what he has in store for you. Lift up your head, O ye gates, that the king of glory may enter in. Lift up your head to see the great thing that he has already done on your behalf. It's done. It's completed. But you just have to get there to see it. But you can't see it and you won't see it at the start or even when you're almost finished. 
You have to get to the place of completion of your assignment. You have to get to the finish. The women had to get to the tomb, not halfway there, but all the way before they could see what God had done. The stone at the entrance of the tomb had already been rolled away. But if the women hadn't gone and continued on their way, if they hadn't stayed at home, if they had not looked up, they never would have seen that what they thought would be blocking them had already been removed. Look up and see God's glory. Continue on with the assignment he has given you to pour out of the anointing that's upon you. There's a person, yes, even people who have spiritually died and are waiting for you because that's your ministry. Their husbands and wives, children, co-workers, and even church members who are waiting for you to pour out upon them to resurrect them from their spiritual deaths. Don't allow what's been purposely placed with the intent of keeping you out to stop you from going forth. There was a reason for the stone to be there, to block the entrance to the tomb. The stone was positioned to stop anyone from getting to the body of Christ. There's been a stone that someone has tried to place to keep you from the body of Christ. But if you don't give up, if you continue on your way, when you get there, what was meant to hinder and stop you will be gone. Lift up your head. Lift up your heart. Stop looking down and look up. Look up so that you can see what God has already done. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.